While God created the world, the morning stars sang together. After God delivered Israel through the Red Sea, Moses and Miriam led the people in singing. God destroyed Israel's enemies under King Jehoshaphat while the choir sang. When Jesus was born, the angels sang, and before going to the cross, he sang. God rejoices over us with singing, and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music in conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum. In the certificate program, you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it. You will do music. You will study it, analyze it, read it, write it, sing it, and play it. You will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You will receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, and Pastor Toby's already left us. Already. Chalk knocks on the water. I'm out of here. I don't want to do this. We're, we're done. done. We're done. Dang <laughs> it. Hey, Cross Politic Live is going to be in Wenatchee this Friday. Uh, Pastor Toby, uh, in the afternoon, we have a couple talks at 3 and 4 p.m. And in the evening, we have a live show with Pastor Doug Wilson and Dr. Ben Merkel on big tech. Uh, big Eva, big government, big COVID. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. Yo, blast. Pastor Toby, I want to ask you a question. If you're gonna leave, could you give me a heads up, maybe so I can make the same kind of vacation plans you're making, or leave with you, or travel in your luggage? No offense, Gabe. Just one. <laughs> if next, if next time you would be able to let me know so I can go too. Boniface Woodworking exists for those of you who enjoy shopping with integrity. And who want to buy handmade wooden furniture, gifts, and heirloom items that will last for generations. From dining tables. I'm trying to channel my James White here. Is That's that good. working? That's good. Yeah. yeah. From dining tables and church pulpits that are made for men with backbones to cigar humidors and everything in between. I think they need a little more nasally. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and everything in between. <laughs> Cut that sentence, James. Quality pieces that you can give your children's children and tie them to their roots, into their, their past, and transcend the basic fun functions of whatever they are. So start voting with your dollars and stop yeah. buying yeah. cheap crap from people who hate you and your worldview in this show. Visit BonifaceWoodworking.com to see their huge, huge gallery huge and learn about their story. Submit your order to Heirlooms and Quality Woodworking items at their website, BonifaceWoodworking.com. You know, when I hear that ad, it makes me think, man, I need to do a better job buying longer-term presents, generational presents. You I just know what need to, I need that humidor because you know I, I want it, yeah, Well, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I do think about that too. I keep yeah. on want to buy things that remind- Generational presents. Where we come from. Yeah, that's Who good. we are. 
Uh, so November 8th is just around the corner. November 8th is election night. We're actually going to be doing a live show November 8th with a bunch of guests. It's a big production. It's a lot of fun. Um, but we'll probably be on air for you know about three hours. I think about 8 p.m. till about 11 p.m. Pacific time, depending mm. on how that's election. A long, that's it's, a lot. It's of, a long time. You know what, this is what we did last time though. That's a lot of cross yeah. politics. It is. <laughs> but, but what we do is we have special guests on from each state, and then we yeah. have a couple. Uh, real political um, commentators that, people can, on the that can really bring it and everything. And so it's a it's a great show. It's a lot of fun. We'll have some sponsors for that event, too. So if you actually want to sponsor election night with us. Uh, it's one of the emails, funnest nights we do. Contact at fightlaffeast.com. We, we enjoy that night. So with that said, uh, there's a recent survey that came out that, you know, they're, they're trying. All these surveys are starting to, ha- starting to happen right before election yeah. November because everyone's trying to figure out, well, what's the best messaging to dial in to get the most votes? Well, uh, check out what's going on here telling us about what might happen here in these elections. Yeah, interesting, Savannah. We've talked so much all year about the economy and inflation being important issues. How about this? This is a New York Times poll, brand new here, asking voters what's the top issue on your mind this election. I haven't seen it this dramatic in a poll. Add the economy and inflation together. That is 44%. We're getting close to half of all respondents in this poll saying that's their top issue. Nothing else even cracks 10% right now. And we've talked about the Republicans when it comes to the economy and inflation having a pretty clear advantage in the polls. And that brings- so state of democracy for people who are listening. Yeah. So they, they got, um, what is it, seven up here? The top two are really just economy. So the, yeah, you really, really, economy. Yeah, it, it really is 44%. Yeah, so you can mix those yeah. together. So yeah. economy is 26%. Inflation is 18%. Add that up, that's 44%. <laughs> State of democracy. I don't know what that means, but I think that. I wonder if that's tied into the voting stuff. That could you know, be. January 6th voting that's eight percent. Uh-huh. <laughs> tells you what their ratings yeah. are too. Yeah. Immigration is at five percent. Uh-huh. Abortion is at five yeah. percent. Polarization and division in America. That's that's, that's not a concern. Not really. Four yeah, percent. Now this one. This one was that's shocking. Funny. This one was shocking. Crime. Yeah. Crime is the lowest thing on the list. So. Whatever, it's really interesting. When you look at Twitter, you look at Facebook, you look at social media platforms, and I think you can see that crime has actually spiked since the pandemic. So we've had well, in certain a huge, cities, though. It, that's in, true. In Chicago, yeah, that's Portland, true. it's in certain cities. Where, it's not, the George Floyd riots have died down. The BLM riots have all died down. So I think generally crime is not as big a concern anymore. Well, first, because I think we have you, such short memories. You look at the FBI though, and you look at their track course. They don't have all their information, and they will tell you that that crime has had a massive uptick. So that that's there. But even so, I think your point is very valid. They haven't felt it everywhere in the country. Only yeah. certain cities have felt it, yeah. and so even though it's spiking, it's not that much of an impact. So it's at three percent. But Democrats. I mean, you would think that they would be all over the polls. They're not over the polls. They're still doing things like abortion is the most important thing that people want to talk about. I will say this, though, Gabe. Mm -hmm. I am still extremely nervous of polls since 2016. Yeah, no, that's (laughs) that's for sure. You know, the one thing that that isn't on here, the one topic that's not on here that surprised me was education. With all the trans stuff, with all the CRT stuff. That didn't even show up a blip yeah, on I this. I still think that, again, this is what I was trying to make but the point But that's how about. they threw the elections in Virginia. The I, CRT stuff won the day in Virginia. Yeah, but I think it's only at certain places, and I think it's a very small group of people who yeah. are making a lot of noise. Social media will make you think something is happening it's that's not actually. It's not, yeah. And so uh-huh. when you make your judgments off of necessarily what's trending on social media or what's trending on uh, on the internet, you can get a wrong perspective of what's actually happening in the culture yeah. and society. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think it gives you some gauge, but it's not 
the best gauge. Do you think some some of this? We've talked about this on the on the show. We 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 tend to think like Apple, not like Android. Where right. where we, we we sometimes think, hey, you know, uh, we need to give the people what they what we think they need, not what they think they need. Remember the old Henry Ford quote? Yeah. Well, if I, if I was gonna you know uh, give people more horses, I'd, I'd breed more horses. But if, I think, but I, they needed a car. You yeah, know, right? Henry Ford is basically saying, if, if I asked my people what they wanted, they would say that they want more horses, faster That's horses. Right. And right. so, what they actually wanted to get to a location uh, faster. And but so, I'm, I'm going to make the surveys a little bit. Uh, does that a little bit? Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it does. I think that they're trying to. I, again, I wanted to find this survey from New York Times to see how many people they're surveying, yeah, break it down, and, and see what the survey is yeah. because that itself is flawed a little bit too. Yeah, right. But Democrats aren't caring. They're still running. Their whole game is set inside of the abortion world. They they're, think they're that playing that hard. Yeah, they're, they yeah. they're like okay. We have, they know that the economy and inflation, all that stuff is a real problem for Americans right now. And and for the Democrats, because it's, it's centrally being pegged on them right now as the economy. And they yep. also know that the Republicans have an upper hand on them when it comes to the, the economy. And so they're not trying to even compete anywhere with Republicans on the issue, hey, we've made a good economy for Americans to live in. Right, right. They're not even trying to make that argument. They're not trying to build some sort of case for Well, Biden's kind of even lying about it. He keeps saying the economy's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's strong. Yeah, yeah, it's strong. Yeah, best economy. Yeah. But the but we all know and everybody can feel it when they go to the gas pump, when they're going to the grocery store, when they look at the end of the month, they look at their budget, it's like, I don't have any money to save. Yeah. Something's going on wrong here. They know that that argument isn't working. So they've been spending all of their time and trying to argue the fact that your rights are being taken away from you and the fact that we have the, tur- uh, the turn of Roe v. Wade. And that's where they're making their case at. Yeah. And here's a great example case of Case in point, it. Eric Swalwell. Yeah. You're weird. He is weird. But cute. <laughs> Mary Anderson? Yes? I have a warrant for your arrest. Arrest for what? Penal Code 243 violation. Unlawful termination of a pregnancy. You gotta be kidding me. That, that is my personal business. That's for the courts to decide, ma'am. Your medical records have been subpoenaed and Dr. Landry's already in custody. No, my, my God, you, you, you can't just- You will have to submit to a physical examination. What? By who? No, no, no one's touching me. Oh, Sam, turn around. Oh my God. Put oh your hands behind your back. Now. Why is this happening? Love you. We're just enforcing the law here. Elections have consequences. Vote Democrat on November 8th. Ooh. Stop Republicans from criminalizing abortion everywhere. Protect women's rights and freedom. Please don't do this. Please. Uh, that's their narrative. That's a so that's, that's a it, that's an ad well done. I, okay. You know, I mean, it, it it brings you in. Are you in tears right now? No, Is that no, I'm not in tears, not at all. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's effective for their narrative. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I, did you not just see the five percent that they talked about in the stats? Yeah, no, I, I don't think this is effective at all for their narrative. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, they they're they're missing. It definitely rallies the truth. Okay, remember sure. yesterday when we talked off um, 
does it rally the troops? Yeah. I mean, that, that message hits, hits right to the center of their troops. The Democratic Party is the pro-murder, pro-choice party. Yeah, right. And so that gets right to— I mean, if you're saying that this is the red their, meat for their audience, yeah, then yeah. They, sure. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's— yeah. I think that they've missed it completely. And I think that this is shown in just the New York Times um, stats, survey. The, the survey yeah. uh-huh. that, look, 44% of people are concerned about whether or not they're going to be able— 44% of people. 44%, 44% of, of the, the people issues. in the— in, Oh, yeah, 44% of the issues. How uh-huh. did you say that? that 44% of the people in the survey felt like the economy and inflation were problematic and that they weren't going to be able to provide financially for their families. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that at all. What we're going to do is we're going to run this ad about Republicans taking right. away your rights. Right. Why didn't they run an ad where they knock on the door and say, listen, because you voted for us November 8th, we were able to put this much of money, amount right. of money back in your pockets change the economy and give you a bonus that you didn't know you had coming. Yeah. And, but, and so, and then run it the other way and say, Oh, but if Republicans were elected, run it on the issues where they know they're going to have to deal with, yeah. uh, uh success on the issues that people care about. Well, because the, the, first of all, the Democrats cannot run an ad on the economy. They can't, right. it's, it's not That's, good. Right. Right? They can't do that. Secondly, I think they're kind of coasting off. Um, because remember in the summer, Definitely polls were starting to um, peak back up or creep back up in favor of Democrats. That was right after uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. There, there was definitely a little motion in the, in the polls going towards the Democrats because of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. That, that happened this summer. That was July, J- July, August. And I think they still think that that um, narrative is going to help them win in November. And that's why they're running commercials like this. Here's, here's what Eric saw. Wait, hold on. You gotta, you gotta give a warning because usually our show comes on right before people or right after people got done eating dinner. And so you might want to have like some sort of Alka-Seltzer or, uh, Pepto-Bismol to try and keep your dinner down because this is Eric's commercial. And this is Eric saw Swalwell who was on Joy Reid's show. And I know we have an allergic reaction to anything Joy Reid. So just be warned. And as a former prosecutor, when I looked at the Republicans' abortion laws, you know, criminalizing abortion, mandating pregnancy, I thought through, well, what is this going to look like as it plays out across America? And it's that scene right there. Uh, it, because, you know, many families who, you know, make this decision are, are in fact families. You know, they already uh, have uh, children, and I wanted that to be a part of the narrative. Uh, but also, you know, the husband stepping in, is any partner, husband, spouse, boyfriend would do if He's the trying police were there. trying to take away uh, their spouse uh, because of a new abortion law. And, and also the police. I wanted it to be clear that no police officer wants to be in this position. And for the officer to say, man, we're, we're, we're just doing our job, that's the horrible position we're going to put law enforcement in. I wish this was an exaggeration, but this is going to be the new reality in MAGA America if we do not win the midterms in both the House and the Senate. Well, that new reality wasn't too long ago. I don't know, the last two years. You guys remember? Swalwell didn't have to work too hard to try and figure out. What are you writing? I'm talking I'm to you. I'm just writing notes. I'm listening. Right okay. no, just... uh, Swalwell didn't have to work too hard to figure out how to make this video. Yeah. 
the remember the whole pandemic kind of everybody's forgotten about that we went over the last two years. Yeah. I think one of the guys on this show was arrested for being outside singing psalms. <laughs> right, yeah. The police right. literally came up to you and arrested you for being outside, not being on a circle, right. social distancing right. from other people outside. Right. We literally had the police arresting people who had the freedom to be at a spot without being told to stand here. Right. And the police arrested them anyway. Right. We had police in New York going to people's homes because they had counted how many cars were outside. Yep. And they told these Jews, hey, you got too many people inside. And they barged in their house. People in Chicago were getting, um, people here were getting cited on the street. Yep. And, and Moscow were getting cited on the street for walking together down the street outside. Healthy people. Yeah. It wasn't hard to see what kind of country we would live in if these guys were in charge Right. We, we see that. Yeah. That was evident. That's right. That's right. 100%. No one was being harmed. Yep. No one was being hurt. People were minding their own business, managing their own health issues. And that was the problem. And so he didn't have that wasn't a problem at all for anybody. But he didn't have to go too far to figure out how to make this. The problem that he's having here is that there actually is a party involved that's being harmed. A party yep. that is yep. not able to speak for themselves. The Herschel and, Walker and thing. Innocent, there's also a baby in there. <laughs> there there's a baby in there. And, yeah. and so no one is defending the right of that child. And I really hate his commercial, too, for another reason. I don't like the fact that they're using kids to validate the right to kill kids. kids mm -hmm. yeah. And then trying to get you to make that play and saying, oh, your rights are being taken away because you don't have the chance to murder yeah. another human being. No, it's not a logically consistent commercial. Which yeah. Is yeah. yeah. But, it wasn't you know, logically he, consistent and it wasn't mm -hmm. a good commercial for Democrats to run to try they're and make a play. They're showing a loving parent, you know, two loving parents kiss each other, right? They're, they're showing the, the, the family having good family time around the dinner table. Right. But that's right after they apparently she came from an abortion. Well, uh, like she just came from an abortion. I don't know if it was just came, but well, at least a week, uh, at least two, right? Okay. She recently just came from abortion, and they're showing this loving dynamic between their family. And those kids are there because she did not kill them. <laughs> and he was said, "I wanted to make sure and show like a husband engaging." Yeah. Well, what is a husband? Well, <laughs> what's a family? Well, what is a woman? What is a woman? But the time for the husband to engage would have been when say, "Hey, baby, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna make it. This is gonna be fine." You are beautiful. You're giving me another, the fruit of our, your yep, womb is giving right. me another child. That's, yep. that's the way you show the man engaging. Yep. Not in, hey, honey, it's your choice to kill our next well, and child. And then he chooses to protect her between the cops? That was a, that, yeah, that was, no, that was the wrong that's time. That's when he stepped up? Yeah, yeah. Th there, was, yeah. Well, there was a murder yeah. that was committed. That's right. And so. And that's when he should have stepped up. And that's something that I think that we need to lean into and say, no, no, no. We pro protect life so much that people who commit murder yeah. against another human being need to be punished like they committed murder against another human being. And so to Eric's point was that's exactly what the cop's job is to do. If there's Even a murder. Even if it's political. Right. He's saying, he's saying the cops don't want to step in a political situation like that. No, no. Even if it is political, the cops are supposed to and required by law to step in and save a baby. That is that is part of their and duty stop to, a murder. to another human being. That's right. There's also another thing in this, too. When we when the nation starts to go the right direction, understand the value of life and the laws start to change. It's not like this happens. What ends up happening is we disciple the law disciples people to live a particular type of way. So now when you have pro-life laws that actually punish murder and, and uh, death like this, then people start thinking way long term, mm -hmm. right? They start thinking like, wait a second, this is a crime. If I do this, I commit a crime. How do I not do this? Right. They start thinking about 
Well, maybe we don't need. We've already seen it. Colleges are changing how they do things, yeah. right? Uh, people, University of Idaho here yeah. in town because we have a, we're a heartbeat bill state. The University of Idaho already had to change how they how their counselors were allowed to counsel their students. I've seen already so many. I saw some sorority groups who were talking about like absence until we get abortion rights back. I'm like, look at God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Don't tell me he won't do it. So the, so the law actually disciples people in such a way that they actually have start to bring on the nature of life. Right. Right. So they're like, OK, well, we're 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 guess we can't do that. Yeah. All that goes away. As soon as the um, Dobbs versus Jackson abortion clinics start shutting down like yep. crazy. And so many of them were like, well, we can't do it. Ab- even during the trial, they were um, they were saying we can't even do abortions until we figure out what the conclusion is going to be with this. Yeah, that's right. And so just the right. just the threat of that is enough to change and, the way that people operate. And I wasn't able to track this down, but apparently Planned Parenthood is trying to make a shift nationwide into gender clinics. So they're going to go away from killing babies to probably some sort of gender surgeries. I haven't been able to track all those details down, but I saw uh, some a news report on that. Um, so I hope to find out more about that. But Planned Parenthood's pivoting. With that said, uh, TikTok, um, just recently there's this uh, TikTok gal um, uh, talking about how she was celebrating, she's transitioning from a woman to a man and celebrating her ovaries being being removed so this is yeah, yeah lives of tiktok you know we gave matt walsh the uh journals, journals of the, of the world lives uh, of TikTok. what do, not, what do we give lives of, yeah. i mean what if you guys know what we're going to give lives but she's of not TikTok. really a journalist all all she's doing is resharing what they're doing <laughs> no i mean but to find it to take the time yeah. to go through i yep. mean when i was working at wretched and i was a producer for todd the kind of content that I went through on a daily right. basis, that stuff, Massive. I had to stop for a minute and just walk down the block uh-huh. or take the stairs just because there's so much content uh-huh. and so many crazy things out there. Yep. You go insane. I wasn't even looking at stuff like this. Trigger warning. Yeah, so in this. That's a woman. Hey, y'all. So I just got my uterus back and it looks so freaking cool. Trigger warning, this is an organ, and it is a wet specimen, and it is my uterus, plus the tubes as well, so. Ready for the reveal? This is it. This is my uterus. She scrubbed off all the blood. That is my cervix. That's what a cervix looks like, y'all. And these little strings right here are my fallopian tubes. This is my uterus. This is it compared to my head. This little thing causes so much problems for everybody. And I also got a LED plug-in LED stand with it. So it lights up different color and spins while it displays it, which is so cool. That is incredible. So the celebration of fruitlessness. This is the The celebration of, of taking, removing your body parts. First of all, the doctors are violating their Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. By doing that. And then you have a woman. She's That's a woman. She takes testosterone, which lowers her voice. It's not that low. Um, it's still lower than it. It shouldn't be that way, but it's, yeah. not, like, it's, it's not that way. It's still low. And, and she's celebrating the removal of what God has given her to bear fruit in this world. You know, this, I was talking about this clip. Uh, was it yesterday? A little yeah. bit. And I don't know if it's backstage or not. And And one of the things that immediately came to me was like you know if um if we are seeing that our kids in schools are under attack by the left 
and we're saying, oh my goodness, our kids are under attack. Our kids are attacked. I think that's, I think that's true. I think they are under attack. Then what are women? I think that our women are under a massive attack right now yeah, yeah. to the point that the enemy has them cutting out that's right. the very thing that produces fruit of blessing for a whole society yeah. and uses it like an ornament. This is eugenics. The, how, eugenics hasn't died in America yet. No. It, it's not one way. And now it's, it's been if Hitler had the uterus of Jewish women hanging somewhere, we would all be like, how freaking could you? Out. Freaking is, out. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. But it didn't matter that they're a Jew. It matters that they're a woman and they're a human being. They're, you're a human. You don't take your body parts and cut them out and so that you can transition into something else and put them up for display like haha this is this is in, this is insane this yeah. is that Romans 1 stuff right claiming to be wise they became fools right because they didn't acknowledge God this is all you turn into this when you start breaking the first commandment right w what it means to obey the first commandment is to be happy with the position in which God made, made you, you. Yep. I am the Lord your God you should have no other gods before me I made you one man I made you man, right? I put you in this environment. So when you look at yourself and when you look at the environment that you're in, you should say whether whether or not you like it, you say, God made me like this. I embrace that because God is good. So whatever he's done is good. The environment I'm in, I might not like it, but it's good. Lord, help me to love it. Right. Help me to like it. But when you've been discipled for, I mean, 20 years, however When you got a little is, serpent in your ear you know, all the time. Yeah, when, but when you've been discipled for however, she's, she's 20 years, 22 years old, however she is, but she's been listening to evolution for this long. Oh. She's gotten the evolutionary worldview in her mind, in her body, in her blood. And so it's no wonder if, if I grew out of a monkey, if I became, came from a monkey and I can change body parts are, are, are a functional product of 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 evolution yeah then then why can't i just do this kind of surgery and replace my body parts why can't i do you know this is darwinian transhumanism is what we're dealing with here and and actually i mean and we need to think this goes back to the classroom we need to be far more concerned about what the public school is doing to our culture listen to this some ways that we can show our support for trans and non-binary students are just to clean up that language be more precise we can be more accurate and be more inclusive. So I would say, no, it's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate. That's precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs and also not all egg producers are women, for example. And we're teaching students that language matters. We're not <laughs> just talking about uh, imaginary people and living things that our language impinges on the people in our classroom and in our community. So is this where it stops? So, yeah, but, I, but, the, but the reason that the reason that pause is there, I, I put that pause there on purpose because whatever that's a she, by the way. Yeah, that is a she. That is not a, a man. That is, testosterone deep is a voice. Yeah, that is a she. <laughs> whatever that yeah. don't believe that. And then the, the person in the upper left hand corner of those who are watching the screen, that's that's a boy. That's a boy. Right. And so this is actually the Department of Education. They put on um, a training session for teachers to learn how to be inclusive for transgender and non-binary K through 12 students. Great. Um, uh, there, okay. There's a couple things going on here. First of all, do you still have your kids in government school? Yeah. 
I don't know. I I see people fighting for government schools and saying, "Hey, we got to get these other folks out of government schools." It's you. You don't understand. You have to save your kids. Now, if you want to continue to fight for government schools, you want to continue to try and change the system. You know what? I'm fine with that in one sense. But take your kids out of it first. Take your kids completely out of it. Reassess the situation. Ask God for help. Look, how do we do this? Mm -hmm. Listen, my mom, a single mom, she raised my sister and myself and homeschooled us. Now, I'm not a great testament to (laughs) How great homeschooling works. To the, but, to but, the product. But I'm just yeah. saying, we turned out okay. My wife likes me. That's all that, that really matters at the day. But I'm but I, what I want to say is you can do it. You don't have to be subject to this. This is insanity. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that makes your kid comes home and say, look, my uterus is in a jar. Yeah. It's not just about being inclusive, it's about completely transforming your kids and taking and destroying your kids. Yeah. But but we've uh, they I mean like like that chick who was speaking nailed it language matters and we in the christian church we don't understand how important it is that language matters you know in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god yes all language flows from christ all definitions flow from the word the word of truth and for christians for the longest time we've given the definition the the dictionary the definitions over to the world they can define what love is they can define what Jesus is. They can define what um, sovereignty means in the church. Well, they can define if Jesus you, is only king of the church in the house, in your walls, in your heart. That's it. We think that we give the dictionary over and then they can just define the words. Yep. No, no, no. They get to define the relationship between you and your children. That's right. You understand? When you yep. give the dictionary over, you're yep. not given the dictionary over. You're given over your actual freedom. Yep. Right. You're given over your liberty. Your relationships, You're, you're given yep. over the actual mm-hmm. constructs of nature when you right. give over the terms of the dictionary. Right. right. When you give over the dictionary to them. So the Department of Education, they caught a lot of heat for this. And they decided to say, come out with a statement and said, these comments were not made by the Department of Education, the department staff member. <laughs> so that pause, again, that pause was there because... No one who is from the Department of Education, which is the guy on the bottom right hand, what is his name? Yeah, the uh, Christian guy. Rhodes. Yeah. Or the other lady up there. None of them said anything. Right. None of them said anything. Yeah. They all shook their heads. How is it if if another how is it that this lady is sitting up here? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna assume that that's a lady in the top right hand corner. It's yeah. it's just let me first say she, that. She, we don't know. Things are I think but, she's trying too hard. But, but yeah. how how does she just get all of her identity robbed from her in front of everybody. And she just shook her head. And like, she yeah. just shook her head. Uh, I'm just my, I'm just made up of body parts. My ovaries in here are what make babies, not me. This is the not same. Not a woman. A right. woman doesn't make babies. Right. Only o- my ovaries. Only my ovaries do. <laughs> he just, you know, remember there was a time where we said, you don't objectify women. Yeah. Well, that's what that's <laughs> you're exactly doing. Yeah. That's exactly what that just happened. And, and it's. You, be, I, I kind of tend to think Mr. Rhodes, like his his mama's like like, boy, you better come home right now. I'm gonna t- fix you right up. You should have spoke. Well, he should have. He should have spoke I, up. If you watch him during that clip, you you, you think his conscience is bothering him yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think fathers, we need to make sure that we are protecting our women. Yeah. This is a lack of man yeah. to be able to protect and provide for their women and for their daughters and for their families. Yep. Men that go home and I would, if you can get it, go grab the book federal husband from Doug Wilson. It's one of the most foundational books you can have as a man being a husband and a father. Um, what some of the things he talks about in there, men, when we beautify 
the things of a woman when she's pregnant and you and you you look at that and say, look at all that glory. Yep. Look at all that blessing. Look at the fruit of our look labor. At look at yep. all that fruit. And yep. you make sure that your kids see that and be like, wow, mom is beautiful. Yep. Oh, let's massage your feet. Oh, let's play. Let's pant the belly. Let's get her a meal. Let's take care of her because that's nothing but a bunch of glory running yeah, around here. We right. love this glory. That's it right. is good. Look at how God has mm-hmm. decided to bless. When we make much of our women and, and talk and show the beauty of that and glory in the beauty of that, then the, the rest of the world sees that and, and they're like, oh, we don't touch that. That's glorious. But men haven't been making much of their women. Yep. Good men haven't been t- making much of their daughters maturing and, and teaching and protecting them yep. um, so that the world now can just cut out a uterus and put it up and it's like, ah, no, yep. you don't get to blackface women. Nope. That's wrong. And we're not going to allow you to do it. No way. And where's Pastor Toby at? Where is he at? <laughs> he's supposed to be he's single. A, he's a presbytery. That's yeah. where he's at. We'll see him soon. If you're yeah. single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Hey, go tell your wife you love her. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like Cross Politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. This is where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! Ha <laughs> ha! Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work.